Hey everybody, Joe Murray just sitting here. Happy Wednesday to you all. Uh, have a nice little beach day yesterday. If you can see, I got a tan coming in. Um, I'm very famous for the uh, the sunglass tan. Uh, there we go. We got it going a little bit over here. See that? The little sunglass tan. This thing by the end of the summer, man, it's out of control. Uh, but had a beach day yesterday over in Nahant. Had a beautiful day. Uh, it's another hot one today as well uh, here in Boston. I can feel the heat like seeping um, through my studio right now. Uh, it is another hot one. We're having a heat wave uh, here in Boston. So uh, just sitting here today, got a bunch of topics to get into uh, as well here on the show. We'll do a little bit of sports, but I got a ton of other stuff uh, that I want to get into today, uh, including Adirondack chairs. I did some shopping yesterday looking for one. Uh, yesterday, I watched a movie last night that I want to get into as well, an oldie, uh, but a goodie as well. And I try. I went to the store, and I had to try something. I saw a cookie out there uh, that I had to try. So we'll do a live taste test uh, today on the show. And it's not often when, like, you eat something, uh, at least for me, like, all right, it's easy. All right, you can go, go fat jokes, whatever you want. But, like, when I eat something, I think about it. Um, and there was a pizza I had the other day that I'm still thinking about. Uh, and we'll talk about that uh, as we get into the show. But Just Sitting Here podcast, uh, you can hear it on Spotify, YouTube, and on iTunes. I believe this might be like the 56th edition of Just Sitting Here. Um, I've been doing a lot of them by myself. It's the summer. It's hard to get people on, man. Um, and I just don't want to bother anybody. You know, it's the summertime. And if someone wants to come on, just hit me up and we'll we'll work out a day. So I'm trying to do these two or three days a week going forward here. Uh, I will be on the Adam Jones program tonight. I'll be working with Adam. Uh, I'll be on 6 to 11 tonight, and then I'll be on with Toucher and Rich um, the rest of this week and then all of next week uh, doing morning. So I'm not sure how much uh, of the podcast I'll be doing, but uh, when I can, I will do so. And again, uh, I'm going to be spending a lot of time from the beach, especially uh, betting over the next uh couple of months with everything that's happening in the sports world so uh one thing you can do today is you can chat into the show and people already got him coming in what's up joe what beach joe nahant nahant beach uh, that's where i went that's where i've been going it's five miles from my house uh, marshall hook checking in you need to take callers um we got the chat the chat man right why call in when you can chat in isn't it easier to do that uh, and my buddy Maddie Hogan checking in. Market Basket Gingerbread Men Cookies from their bakery, hands down the best. I'll have to try that. Um, I, I like everything that Market Basket does. Everything. Um, plus, I love, like, their uh, their wingies. Joey likes wingies. Uh, those, uh, what do they call them? The uh, the honey? No, what are they? The honey glazed? Is that what they're called? Anyways, their drummies that they have, the drumsticks. Ooh, how dangerous. Uh, over at Market Basket. We'll do some food talk here on Just Sitting Here today. And, of course, you can chat in. It's pretty easy. If you're on Facebook, just go right to the page. Boom. And if you're on Twitter or Periscope, just go right there. And it comes on over. And uh, if you send them in, I'll, uh, I'll pot them up um, during the show here as well. I just wanted to start with uh, baseball's back. There's going to be 60 games. And the more I look at it, like, okay, great. Yay. Like, you got baseball back together. You know, you got it back together. But the more I look at it, this is going to be a shit show. Shit show. The tra- there's going to be travel bans probably all over the place. I'm already starting to see reports that there's going to be like 14-day quarantines for traveling. So that's going to be interesting right off the bat. Plus, like, I don't know. They're going to have the DH in both leagues. Like, if someone gets hurt, where are you going to grab these kids from? You can't, can't pick them up in the minors. So where's it going to be? Like a minor league camp of just guys hoping for a job? The more I think about this, like, I'm I'm in it for the shit show, right? Like, the fact that it's going to be 60 games, it's different. The extra innings is going to be different as well. Like, players are going to be pissed because they're not making any money. And the fact that if you play well, will you even, you know, reap any of the benefits in the next season. But, like, I'm in it for the bleep show. I am in it. But, again, the more I think about the idea of 60 games, dumb, dumb. Glad they got a season going. But again, this is going to continue to this is going to continue to be like a trickle down effect. Yeah, they're going to play baseball this year, but it's going to have long term ramifications on the game, and especially with the union uh, and Major League Baseball. What's going to happen at some point is there'll be a salary cap. That's going to happen. 
Uh, Andrew Raycroft, uh, my good friend, uh, former Bruins goaltender. You know, he, and you can go back and listen to the old podcast uh, in the archives. He what won the Calder? There was a lockout. Then you know there was obviously issues when it came to uh, you know the league and money, and they ended up putting in a salary cap. He said it hurt his development, and I absolutely agree. It's going to do the same thing with baseball. the The owners have the advantage here. There will be a salary cap at some point. Playing sixty games this year, I think, is just to do it to have a season. But in the long run, I think it's stupid. But I'm in it for the bleep show. Uh, anyway, someone's checking in. It's the uh, the honey stung wings. There you go. The chef checking in. The honey stung wings are so good. So good. I go to the market basket in Reading. That's my spot. Um, and I, I've i told you this before here on the podcast, but I'm afraid to go grocery shopping at a place I don't know. Absolutely afraid. You put me at like somewhere, it's like, hey, Joe, go get this. No. Like, I'm like on FaceTime, like, is this the right one? Is this the right one? The only market basket I can go to or the only shopping place I can go to is that market basket in Reading. It's the only, I know my way around. I know where everything is. I get I get a panic attack if I'm like at a different different supermarket. Uh, completely freaks me out. Um, someone's checking in. Most importantly, what's with the wall dick picture in the back? So if you see, this is my studio down here. Uh, it's kind of like my man cave in the basement. So I got the good fellas over here. Um, I got this autographed picture of Adam Vinatieri. I'm actually in this photo, uh, right where the goal line is. I'm uh, I'm right in here. Uh, so that's why I have that photo on the other side of me is uh, you know, a little Larry Bird autograph at Red R back. I get the traveling Wilburys because they're like my favorite band. And I got Lord Murray's Cup, which might be bringing a comeback soon. Might be bringing that thing out of retirement coming up soon. Uh, the Waldick, uh, I went to a wrestling event and uh, uh, I, I forget what it says on the. Oh, it says um, it says Waldick, where you at, actually, on the back of it. Uh, but this is John 316. I got to put this. Uh, I gotta gotta mix it in here, man. I have a ton of stuff down here, man. I got pictures galore. I know you can't see the rest of this, but I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll do that later today. I'll do a whole uh, I'll do a whole comment. Uh, I'll I'll do a whole thing of my tour of uh, of my basin coming up in just a little bit. Uh, John checking it. Which sport are you most excited to bet again? It's basketball. The NBA playoffs, dude. Rake, rake. Oh, can't wait for some wind of some some like totals to come out. Um, I think there's only three teams to bet. That, that's my opinion. I think the Clippers, Lakers, Bucks are the only team. Celtics got a shot. Um, I think you're wasting your money though if you pick on them to win the win the championship. You know, to win the, the East, maybe there's something there. I don't know. I think there's only three teams if you ask me. But I'm ready for basketball. I think that's going to be very exciting. And I wanted to bring this up quickly regarding baseball. And I see you guys keep chatting them in. Um. I see chats coming in. I'll get to those in a second here. But I just wanted to go over a few things. I wrote these notes down. The Yankees and Dodgers are the favorites this year. I always fade the favorites. Always. Uh, but I'm already looking at the win totals. Like, the Yankees are 37 and a half. So if there's 60 games, right, are they going to win 38 games? Are they going to win? Are they going to go 40 and 20? Is that possible? Like, the Astros, 35 wins. The Twins, 34 and a half. The Rays are 34. The Red Sox are 31 and a half. The Red Sox better win more than half of their games, right? And I'm going to go over their lineup in just a minute here. 31 and a half is the Red Sox total. I'm going to bet over just for the simple fact that they need to be better than 50%. They have to be. Just looking at this, uh, but looking at the National League, the Dodgers, 37 and a half, they're, they're a good team. But I'm fading both of them to win it all. I'm fading both of them. I wonder if there's a, a team that can come out of nowhere, like the Rays, right? Like maybe the Rays in the National League, I don't know, the Braves. You know, could I'm just trying to think, like, maybe who could come out in the, uh, like, I don't know, Nationals already won it. So I don't know how interesting they are. But um, Houston's plus 750. I wonder if they're going to get beaned 60 times this year. And Atlanta plus 1,500, I Kind of like that. Maybe Minnesota's a team that comes out of it as well. But um, I wanted to just kind of go over some some of this Red Sox lineup. Like, they have to go over their win total. But here's their projected Red Sox lineup. Andrew Benatendi, Xander Bogarts, Raphael Devers, 
JD Martinez, your DH, then Verdugo, Vasquez. You know, maybe there'll be a combo of Moreland, Chavez, Jose Peraza, and Jackie Bradley Jr. The lineup's okay. It's okay. Is it exciting? No. The Benatendi, Bogarts, Devers, Martinez, Verdugo. That's interesting there. And then the Red Sox starting pitching. Vomit. Eddie Rodriguez, Nathan Avaldi, Martin Perez. Is Colin McHugh even on the team? Is Does Colin McHugh have to play to be on the Red Sox this year? Just curious. I don't even know who's in the bullpen. Is Brandon Workman the closer? Yikes. Yikes. Starting pitching, huge issue for the Red Sox. Huge issue. Yikes. Also, I want to just tell you if you're betting on this stuff, it, it's impossible to be. If you bet on every single baseball game, you're going to lose your ass. Absolutely lose your ass. It is one of the least profitable sports out there. Now, I know sometimes it's good to like bet some dogs. Anytime there's like a genuinely heavy favorite, I try to go the other way. Like if someone's like minus 380 on the day, I'll take the dog just hoping that they win. Um, that's been successful, actually, uh, going back in time. Like who wants to put minus 400 on a team to win? 400 bucks to win $100? Out. Out on that. But there's been a lot of people who've been like, oh, I'll go match to match with you when it comes to baseball betting. I, I don't like baseball betting. There's not a lot of value in it. Not at all. So anyways, just kind of wanted to start there when it comes to baseball this year. 60 games. The best thing that's happened about baseball is the fact that we're actually talking about it. Right? Back and forth, the players, the you know, the, the, the union, then it comes to Major League Baseball. The fact that we even discussed it is the best thing for the game. And now it's going to come back and Oh, we'll get the feel around July for you know fourth. It's gonna be like, oh spring training. Here we go. Sixty games though. I wonder if it's gonna be a hit. I think we all will watch though because we think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a disaster. And then all those baseball purists out there. I can't wait for someone to hit four hundred. Someone will hit four hundred this year. Asterisk. Asterisk. Anyways, I want to get into this Kurt Schilling story in just a minute here. Um, are the rules on bench clearly, Joe? Everyone just hanging up on one another. Are the rules on bench clearly, Joe? Everyone just hugging up on. I, I don't get the question. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm out of it. Uh, I don't know what the whole rules are. Okay, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna add what twenty six players and a DH in both leagues, and then a runner on second base. Oh, clearing. What are the rules on a bench clearing brawl? Hmm. Good question. I don't know. Probably not good. Be like the movie Major League, you know? Remember the beginning of Major League when it was like, oh, these guys stink. That's what we're going to be doing with these Red Sox pitchers this year. Who the hell are these guys? Anyways, moving on, because I want to get into the good stuff. Sports, whatever. Sports. Um, Kurt Schilling got, uh, is off Twitter, but he got in a fight with Trevor Bauer. And Trevor Bauer tried going statistics at Kurt Schilling. Tried to be like, hey, uh, you're for seven years in the league, blah, blah, blah. Like it or not, like Kurt Schilling or not, or like his beliefs or not, Kurt Schilling may get voted into the Hall of Fame this year. How dare you compare your stats versus Kurt Schilling's? Like Trevor Bauer, you were a first-round pick, dude. You've been bounced around in the league. Yeah, you're an all-star, but like you're a fourth starter. Like, dude, you, you got you like how you like drones and rap music and shit. Like you this is what you do on the side. Kurt Schilling's won World Series. He's he's pitched over two hundred innings. How many years? How many Cy Youngs? How many NLCS MVPs? The guy's been legit. Say what you want about Kurt Schilling. He's a Hall of Famer. In my opinion, he is. But to compare your stats to his, it's laughable. Laughable. And Aubrey Huff, too, another guy that's come out here. It's fine to shit on Schilling, but never bring up the statistics. I think that's completely wrong. Uh, going back to the uh, Paul checking. I'm out on baseball. I need a break. Good luck to the Sox, but I can't pay attention. We're going to move on from baseball and talk about better things. 
So I figured I'd start here today. Uh, I'm Joe Mark, just sitting here, the podcast. I uh, wanted to get into a couple of other fun things. Um, I, I have like a nice little back patio back here uh, in my house. And I've uh, been thinking about getting some Adirondack chairs so I can put in my fire pit. And I'm a big dude, dude. I'm 6'3", over 300 pounds. So I can't sit in those plastic Adirondack chairs. Can't do it. I did some shopping. I looked around. Shit's expensive. Shit's expensive. So I can't buy like a $45 chair, plastic or whatever. I'll break that thing in a minute. So then I was considering, hmm, maybe wood. I'm big. You know, maybe the wood's the way to go. Well, that, that, that didn't work out. So then somebody mentioned to me Pollywood. And the Pollywood's nice, but they're too short for me. I'm too tall. So I've been I've been shopping for Adirondack chairs. And when I looked, the ones that actually fit me and that I like were $240 each. The problem, they're they're not Joe proof. Like these things aren't Joe proof at all. And like, oh, yeah, it comes with a 20-year warranty. What do I need a damn warranty for if I'm going to break the damn thing? Well, remember Tommy Boy? You know, why do I need a guarantee on the box when it's a guaranteed piece of shit? Like, I, I think we just, I, I'm gonna, I like want to trademark Joe Proofed. You know, the other day I went to my friend's pool, right? He's got this little ladder in the pool. And I'm like, dude, this ladder's not Joe Proof, man. And boom, what happened? Psh, thing comes right out. Put a little screw in that bad boy, locked it in, got back in there, boom, pool is Joe proof. So maybe maybe that's like the way we got to start doing things. Is it Joe proofed? So these Adirondack chairs, I'm sitting in them, two hundred and forty dollars, and I'm like, dude, this ain't gonna do it. And the guy's trying to sell me. He's like, oh yeah, but you get a twenty year warranty. What the fuck do I want a twenty year warranty for if it's like gonna break in a minute? I was pissed. So then I start looking around, and then he's trying to get me on a $499 Adirondack chair. By the way, Adirondack chairs, like, you ever see them? Nobody's ever sitting in the damn things. Nobody. It's like it's like a, it's more of like a, a fashion design than it is something you actually sit in these days. I couldn't justify paying $499 for an Adirondack chair. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm, like, oh, do I get a rocking chair? Do I get something else for the back here? I mean, I already got nice chairs. I have a nice little patio set. I got a nice little porch with cushions and pillows and all that fun stuff. It, it's tough out there, people. You, know, you got an idea in mind to buy something, and all of a sudden, it's like a five dollars $800 investment. I'm out. Out. But I, but I went shopping. I put a post out on Twitter. I asked the people. I said, hey. Where do I go and get an Adirondack chair? People are very responsive, so I appreciate uh, everybody's help on that. But I don't know. Maybe I'll just, like, build my own. Hmm, that'd be fun. Me, like, getting wood and carving that thing in the heap. Out. Forget it. Not happening. I did buy this, though. Hell of a chair. Um, I bring it to the beach with me every time I go. It's it's from DXL. It's, like, it's Joe-proof. Um. It's like this big DXL fold-out chair, kind of like a tailgate chair that you'd bring to a Patriots game or whatever. Things massive. Massive. Now, I've checked out Facebook Marketplace for chairs. I've done that. I've looked at Craigslist. I did all that stuff. One guy said he'd build one for me for 120 bucks, and I looked at it, and I'm like, I'd break that. I don't think it's Joe-proof. So, still looking for an Adirondack chair. Except I just don't want to pay the uh, the market price on that one. But I will say this. If you are looking, Pollywood. It's probably the way to go there. Um, I think Pollywood may be the the way to go if you're uh, if you're looking for an Adirondack chair. Also, I mentioned this a little while ago. I got a pizza a couple of weeks back. Um I I saw someone post it and I'm like, I want that pizza. Now, what makes it special is that it's a Detroit-style pizza. Now, we've heard about New York pizza. We've heard about Chicago pizza. We know the Greek pizza that we get here in the city as well. And I'm like, Detroit pizza? What's that? 
I love Sicilian, by the way. Sicilian's like where it's at for me. And the North Shore, by the way, hmm, not great on the Sicilian, I got to tell you. Got to go back home and get a good pie. Got to go back to Boston. And I'm not even talking the North End. Like, I like Dino's in West Roxbury. Hook me up. In. Leone's? Leone's in Somerville? Woo-hoo, baby. It's one of my favorites. One of my favorites of all time. Might be one of my favorite pizza joints ever. Now, I love some, like, bar style, you know? Um, but like Pleasant Cafe in Rossendale. That's my jam. That is my jam forever. I'll always love uh, Pleasant Cafe. But I got a Detroit style the other day. And what did Detroit? It's basically like a Sicilian, like, thick with cheese and then sauce on the top. It's amazing. Amazing. Cheesy. Tons of sauce. I put a little Parmesan cheese on the top of it. I've been thinking about this pizza for days. So on Monday, I went to the beach. And I was like, I'm going to go pick up the pizza. I call. It just rings and rings and rings. I'm like, what, what's going on? I want my pizza. They're closed on Mondays. What's up with barbershops, pizza joints? Like, what's up with people being closed on Mondays? Out. Out on that. You know why, you know why Monday is a good day to get takeout and you should be open? Because, like, after the weekend, do you want to cook? You just went out all weekend long. Do you want to cook after going to work all day on a Monday, coming home and doing that? No. You're like, dude, I've had a tough day, man. Let's just pick something up. Let's get a pie. How are you closed on a Monday, dude? Anyways, name of this place is called Volo. Uh, they're in Swampscott. I want to give them a shout out. They don't know me. I don't know them. But I like your pizza. And I can't find Detroit style anywhere else. So any suggestions on where to find a Detroit style pizza, please let me know. I'd be in on that. Um, Chris and Sermon checking in 98 Fat Sports Up. Get the Riverview and Ipswich already open at 4 p.m. Ah, yes, I will try Riverview. But do they have Detroit style? Or should I just get their pizza in general and just bring it home? Now I'm starting to think about pizza in the area here. So I'm in the North Shore now. And the Santarpios that's in Peabody, not as good as the one in East Boston. I'm sorry for all the ones who love that. Leone's, definitely one of my favorites. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I love bar pizza. Don't get me wrong, but like that's what the South Shore does. The South Shore is all bar pizza, town spa, all that shit. You know, I want the good stuff. Okay, you run a pizza shop. Monday's the slowest week. Where do have you ever made a uh have you ever made a Detroit style pizza? I want a Detroit style pizza. Oh, I might go get it today. I might go get it. I'm like literally like thinking about it. Uh Bianchi's pizza is really good, but they changed the name of it and it's moved and I like it though. A little beachside pizza. Um, yep, out on the PBD Centarbio. Out. Out. Um, I'll give me one. That's pretty good here locally here. I like Fossies and Lint. A little sweet sauce. Mmm. And you can get that like family size as well. Very good. Uh if you get a chance to uh to try that. And you know, when it comes to me, there's like the bar pizza, the thin pizza, okay. Thin crust though. That is one of my favorites. Deep dish? Overrated. Overrated. You know, people say, oh, you got to go to Chicago and get yourself pizza. I've never been to Chicago, but you know what? I eat, the, I eat Uno's all the time, and I like an Uno's. Actually, one of the only pizzas that I eat with a fork and knife is an Uno's pizza. But deep dish? Nah. Meh. It's okay. But when it comes to pizzas, okay, Sicilian's where it's at for me. Bar pizza, love it. Now, if you're at home, when pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime, baby. There's pizza rolls. 
right? Um, English muffin pizzas. Like if you get some sauce and some cheese, grab those English muffins. Put some sauce on that. Put some cheese. Put in the in the oven. Mm, now we're talking. Now we are talking. But I want to give you a little Joey Murr special here. All right. A little Pillsbury Doughboy there thing. You make, you make like biscuits from it. Grab one of those. Okay. Biscuit pizzas. Okay. So get the, get the little Doughboy. Make it up. Spread them out like you're going to make biscuits. Okay. Put some sauce on that shit. Put cheese on it. Pop it in the oven. 10, 15 minutes. Biscuit pizzas. Yes, I know that the butter level is extreme with the cheese and the biscuit. But don't knock it until you try it. I'm sure you love pizza bagels. I'm sure you love pizza on English muffins. But pizza on a biscuit is life-changing. Absolutely life changing so just a little uh joey murr recommendation when it comes to uh when it comes to pizzas uh a couple other people checking in joe donahue definitely a pleasant cafe guy so here's the deal with the pleasant cafe okay i grew up there I'm, I, I literally grew up right off uh washington right up beach and boom on poplar okay the Pleasant Cafe is outstanding. It just doesn't look pleasant on the outside, right? Like it's like, oh, that's the Pleasant. Oh, damn, doesn't you know? And then like you got to get a spot in front, or you got to go in that parking lot, walk walk across Washington Street. You never know. That's always a disaster. And then like you know, when you come in, you it's, it's you know usually waiting for you. The Pleasant though, people love their pizza. They actually have some like sneaky good like plates. For example, their chicken parm, their chicken parm dinner comes on American bread with breaded chicken parm and French fries. I love to dip a French fry in some cheese and and some marinara sauce. You think about it, right? Ketchup, the honey mustard, the barbecue, the sweet and sour. You don't think marinara. You don't think sauce. But I'll tell you, they do very good. Uh, the garlic non bread at Market Basket, use that as you know. So I, I like non. I'm a fan of non. Um, one thing we do in the house here is uh, we use the the pita breads. We put the pita bread. You can also make them on the grill as well. A little pita bread, a little sauce, a little cheese, boom, 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 on the grill. Now we're talking. Man, uh, I, I need, I think I want pizza. I've I've talked myself into this. Uh, plus, anything frozen, I you, like. I used I grew up on the Mama Celeste, you know the, the Celeste pizzas there. I put one in the microwave the other day, four minutes. It was disgusting, disgusting. And I used to crush those things back in the day. Nope, got to put them in the oven. If it's not in the oven, it's not even worth eating at all. Not even not even worth eating, uh, whatsoever. Uh, I'm Joe Murray, just sitting here on a Wednesday, just kind of giving you a midday uh, check-in. I did a podcast on Monday. If you want to go back, you can hear that uh, on Spotify, iTunes, and on, uh, what else is that? YouTube. Um, I like to do this podcast with with the streaming capabilities of being on Facebook, but also on Twitter. Uh, I'm working on trying to get it on Instagram at some point because, you know, most of my audience is there. Um, when I look at the analytics, most people listen on, uh, on iTunes. So uh, I guess there's a little bit of following there as well. So, uh, but I want to go live on more, uh, more, few, more, I guess, outlets, um, going forward here. Um, and again, you can chat in, uh, you know, feel free to use that. You can do it on Facebook or on, uh, or on Twitter. So I wanted to do a taste test today. You know, there's always like something out there like, oh, you got to try the, uh, you know, you got to try the, um, let me, let me like think of something that's out there. Um, it's like, what, what's something that's combined? Like, oh, uh, you know, you got to try the, the blueberry muffin with, uh, you know, Boston cream pie. And it's like, whoa, who, who mixes those two together? 
you know? Well, I went to the store yesterday. I'm going to do a live taste test right now. But I went to the store yesterday and I saw this. Chips Ahoy's with Reese's peanut butter cups. How, what, are you, what are you thinking when I when you see this real quick? Are you like gross, in, out? Like what are you, what are you thinking here? Because for me, like we don't keep cookies in the house. I don't keep cookies in the house. But I see Chips Ahoy, and then Reese's peanut pieces, and I'm like, shit, hook me up. So I thought this was a pretty cool combination here. <laughs> Some people already say it disgusting. looks good. So I figured I'd kind of do a live taste test here with you guys and, you know, give you my reaction to it. I'll show you what it looks like. Only a few more left. I guess they already, somebody must have liked them. Late night snack last night. But I figured I'd do this. All right. So it's a Chips Ahoy cookie, if you're looking. It's a Chips Ahoy. It's got some got some chocolate in it. Like, I see the regular Chips Ahoy chocolates. And then I see the Reese's Pieces, right? So first and foremost, I'm going to tell you, a Reese's peanut butter cup over Reese's Pieces all day. Okay? So, like, for me, I want... I, if it was me, I'd go with Chips Ahoy Hershey with a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. But, you know, the, we're, 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 this is what we're dealing with here, okay? And again, this is the cookie itself, and I'll show you the front cover one more time. The Chips Ahoy Reese's Pieces, okay? Just so everybody can see it. All right, I'm going to give you a taste, okay? Now, the Chips Ahoy is not one of my favorites. I will, I'll admit that. I'll admit it. And maybe I'll rank it, you know, because like a one bite rule. Um, but a Chips Ahoy needs to be in milk. So, like, I love those soft patch cookies. Oh, the soft patch cookies are where it's at, man. Soft cookies, so much better. But anyways, here's a Chips Ahoy with Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Oh, sorry, Reese's Pieces. I'm waiting for the Reese's Pieces. Because there is. Hmm. Let's give it a go. All right. So, I don't taste Chips Ahoy at all. And I feel like there's some forced peanut butter in there like I was looking for Reese's Pieces in a Chips Ahoy to me that tastes like a it tastes like a peanut butter cookie it tastes like a, a, a crappy peanut butter cookie now it's a disgusting no is it worth the hype? No. I got another one here. I need to let's, let's try this again. Maybe maybe I got a bad one. Hmm. I mean, it looks like a Chips Ahoy, right? I don't have the Chips Ahoy. I want that Chips Ahoy chocolate. I don't taste it. Uh, all right. If I'm ranking it, being honest, I don't really taste the Reese's Pieces. Excuse me to talk. I'm sorry I'm talking with my mouth open, but this is how we're doing it. I don't taste Reese's Pieces. I taste a peanut butter cookie. A bad peanut butter cookie. So, I rank this a 5.7. The idea is good. 
The idea is good. So the the idea itself gets gets a five. The idea itself. Let me wash it down a little bit. Here. Just think about it for a minute. The idea gets a five. I'm not dumping that thing in milk. Are you kidding me? I don't think milk can save this thing. Something needs to save that thing. It's a peanut butter cookie. It's a peanut butter cookie that's telling me it's Chips Ahoy with Reese's Pieces. It's not. So, I give you a five for the concept, but I only give you a point seven for the cookie. Why do I give you a point seven? Because the concept is good, but it tastes like a damn peanut butter cookie. I could go to Roach Brothers and get a better cookie. I can go, I can get, you know, you ever go to Roach Brothers and get them damn soft cookies? It's awesome. You ever get those cookies that they put in that damn silver bin? Just leave them out all day? Those things are awesome. That, 5.7, and you only get a 5 for the idea. That's it. The point seven is just a, I'm making, I'm, I'm bumping it up a little bit. I'm bumping it up a little bit. Uh, let's uh, hear from some of you guys on this. Uh, on this, I had to do a live taste test. I thought I thought it was something that we could bring to the podcast here. It looks amazing. It does, right? It's a five for the look. Chips Ahoy Reese's. I didn't taste Chips Ahoy, and I didn't taste Reese's. Allison, that's disgusting. I wasn't impressed. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was amazing. Uh, Joe, are you done at the sports hub? No, I'm not. I'm on. Uh, I'm on. I'll be on uh, tomorrow, tonight, <laughs> tomorrow, next day, next day, uh, and I'll be on all next week. So I'm part time, man. It's, it's kind of when they need me. And every Saturday, the Over Under DraftKings show, seven a.m. is with Dan Lishes. You have to wake up for that one. Um, how do you do it? Not high, Joe. I don't know. If I was high, I think it'd be a six, right? Like if I had the munchies, that'd be like a six. Uh, Kev bought said a six point seven. I go five point seven. Five point seven. The soft ones are way better, Paul. Way better. Oh, those cookies make him sad. The L fudge cookies. Oh my god. The L fudges. I like to rip. The, I like to split them in half. Have the fudge and then eat the cookie. Oh, oh. So, Paul's checking in. They have soft bake with Reese's cups. So again, Reese's cup over Reese's PC all day, all day long. Michael's in on the soft patch. I agree. Uh, Mike, I could watch Joe sampling and ranking baked goods all day. Happy birthday, Mike. Uh, this cookie's not good, Mike. I, I, even you, I don't think you would like this cookie. Now here's another one. Sour patch. Aren't they doing something now? Sour patch in a cookie or whatever. Uh, I had, uh, Doug Kide on from Nesson a couple of weeks back, which you want to go back to the archives. You can do it. Um, he he thought it was pretty good. To me, it sounds a little gross. But maybe the sour is better than the chocolate. Isn't that a tough decision? You ever go to the movies and you're like, shit, what do I want? Do I want, like, you know, M&Ms on my popcorn? Or do I want Sour Patch Watermelons during the show? That's my decision. That's what's going on in my head. Because I like to get my popcorn and then pour the M&Ms on top of it. That's my thing. And then you got like this chocolate popcorn. It's great. It's awesome. But I want my Sour Patch watermelons. See, I do like Sour Patch Kids. Hmm, what's my favorite flavor of red? Red. And then they make the blue. Ooh, I'm in, in on the blue. 
Um, but I like the Sour Patch uh, watermelons over the kids. Now I want cookies. Yes. I want cookies, too. Uh, I just had one. It wasn't that good. Got to try the Chips Ahoy's or Reese's Peanut Butter Bits. Yes. But is it going to taste like a Chips Ahoy? I want that Chips Ahoy taste because that cookie's so damn dry that you dump you dunk it in milk. It's so good, Peter. So good. Anyways, does anybody else put aloe in the fridge? I do. I, I got I to gotta aloe it up, man. I'm getting... I have this one sunburn on my leg. My whole body... Good. I tan very easily. But I must have missed a spot. And the sun got me. Sun got me on one spot. Um, Mike, popcorn and a bunch of crunch are pure magic in the movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Goober is at the movies with popcorn. How about that? Hmm. Come on that. Uh, aloe in the fridge is absolutely a lifesaver. I've, I've already got mine in there. Um, I'm just itchy. I'm not so. It's not so much the burn; it's the itch. Just trying not to uh, try not to go too crazy on that. All right, so we did our taste test. It looks good, but it's not good. Doesn't that suck? It's like you buy something that's like, Ugh. and and I do that when I go out to eat. I get food envy. Food envy is a real thing, real thing. Like for me, I love pasta, right? I, I, I love pasta. And sometimes I should just go with my old favorite, you know, chicken parm, pasta, boom, go. And then I'll mix it up. I'm like, yeah, you know, let's do steak tips today or something like that. And then the steak tips are whatever. And then I'm like, I'm pissed that I didn't get the food. I'm like that with seafood now, you know? It's like, I love fried clams. Fried clams are my thing. But sometimes I switch it up. I'm like, yeah, you know, today, why don't we do a little surf and turf? And I'm pissed that I didn't get the fried clams. Happens all the time. Food envy is like a, a legit, like a legit real thing. Anyways, um, so that was my review on Chips Ahoy. Uh, last night, came home and I put on a movie and I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but I watched the whole entire thing with commercials uh it's an oldie but a goodie but it's something about mary uh ben stiller cameron diaz and the more i think about it like it came out in 1998 so cameron diaz was still you know smoke um a lot of funny scenes in the movie the pork and beans um obviously everyone fell in love with mary everyone was a stalker in the end and of course, Brett Favre's in it, and it's her old boyfriend. And you know, she moves from Rhode Island to Florida, and you know, she's like this, you know, golfer, and just she's just living life, man. And she's got Magda, her uh, whoever it is that she lives with, who has that that dog, and uh, you know, she's always suntanning and all that fun stuff. But I, I just when I watched it though, I see Steve Sweeney, who I used to work for, as the cop at the window. And he's like, oh, we got a problem here. And he calls in, and it's Lenny Clark as the fireman. And it's like, they're just like shooting the breeze. I thought it was so funny. Uh, so I, I thought I thought that was good. But then I, then I started thinking about, like, whatever happened to Cameron Diaz after that? Um, and, like, I remember, like, has she always played some sort of crazy girl? Is that, that kind of like her thing? Like, she was in that movie with the girl from the Titanic where she was, like, upset where she lived, boyfriend cheated, and then, like, she, like, bounced and then went to, like, you know, another country, and then the other girl, Scarlett, you know, they come back and they, like, switch lives or whatever. What the hell's the name of that damn movie? Whatever. She played a crazy girl in that. She was crazy in Vanilla Sky. Crazy in that movie. I might as well just start looking up Cameron Diaz movies. Um whatever she was smoking in the mask of course if you remember that movie because that's kind of what will put her on the map um yeah the mask in 94 she did my best friend's wedding and then there's something about mary in 98 she actually got nominated as best actress um she, i hated her in any given sunday hated her in that movie 
she was a Charlie's Angel. Oh my God. And then she was in Shrek. Gangs in New York. The Holiday is that movie I was thinking about. I forgot about that one. Bad Teacher. She was in. I remember that. That was pretty. That was decent. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's it when it comes to Cameron Diaz. She uh, she's meh, right? Meh, meh. What made me think though is Ben Stiller movies, right? And right off the bat, like when I think of Ben Stiller, I think of his dad, of course, who passed away recently from Seinfeld. Um, I believe he was local, right? I want to. I might have to double check on that. Um, but thinking about his career, I believe he was in, I'm trying to think like what his best movie was. And the more I look into it, he had a great role in, uh, happy Gilmore. If you remember, he, um, he was like the guy who ran the, his grandmother's place, but the cable guy he was in Zoolander. The Secret Life of Walt Walter Mitty. Then the Meet the Parents had a trilogy, dude. A trilogy. Like him and Robert De Niro just like, yeah, yeah, we'll make another one. We'll just keep going here. Dodgeball was a great character. You cannot deny the character in Dodgeball was outstanding. It might be his best work. Might be. Tropic Thunder, Madagascar. Uh, Night at the Museum, which, whatever. It wasn't my thing. Dude has made a ton of dough. He's made a ton of dough. But, and then he had the Ben Stiller show, if you remember. That was on for a long time. Um, but I watched that um, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but he's part of that that frat pack, you know? Uh, Jack Black, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, and Steve Carell. He's like the leader of the group or whatever from all the cameos that like, he's made in all those movies. Like similar to the Brat Pack from years ago, man. Yeah. Anyways, I like Ben, ben Stiller. Uh, he's been okay. Uh, fun fact, Drew Bledsoe was supposed to be Brett's character. I did not know that. I don't know. Brett Favre uh, is just a bet. It's just a better. It's just better. Like at the end when she's like, oh, let's make a decision here. And he's like, yeah, I called Brett. You know, don't worry about it. She's like, you forgot your keys. Bah. And then she goes, what about Brett Favre? Like, that's one of the greatest lines in, in well, not, not movie history, but uh, at least in that movie. Uh, greatest line. Uh, Steve Sweeney. Yes. Local comedian. Uh, I was uh, I worked on the Steve Sweeney show. Uh, I was a producer at times for that program. I was on the show before him uh, called the Lou and Mike program. Then I'd stick around and help him out. Um, interesting dude. We would literally just like call other comedians to come on. Like Tony V would come in all the time. Lenny Clark would call in all the time. Uh, Paul, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Frank Santarelli from the Sopranos. Uh, he was Georgie. If you remember the bartender at the bottom bank. Uh, he was there all the time. Yeah, we and Steve was Steve was was interesting. Uh, the dump button was uh, something that definitely needed to be used often, and I think he's still doing uh, radio somewhere here in Boston. But if you get a chance, like that dude is a legend. If you get to get to see any of his shows, it's worth it. Uh, totally worth it. And that crew, man, you think about comedians nowadays. Going back from those days to now, those guys are like legends everybody loves them like there was that crew from that those ages and then it developed into a whole different crew like dane cooks gary gullman rob kelly's you know there, there was like you know you think about where we're at now when it comes to comedians but back then like those guys were the staples here playing at every single event in the area and he was one of the you know we just called talked about the brat pack and the brat pack like that dude was one of the originators of boston comedy like legit, like one of the uh, the trendsetters uh, when it comes to Boston comedy. Uh, Joe, think they'll actually cancel the PGA Tour? I might expect a few cases to go, but I don't think so. I mean, one dude got tested positive, they sent them home, and everything worked out. 
So, uh, I mean, I think they're going to continue to to go on with that, and I think it's already in place, right, to continue to do that. So um, I don't think they're going to be canceling that uh, by any means. Uh, I got one more topic we'll get into before we get out of here. So, again, if you want to shoot in any comments, um, feel free to do so. Just wanted to do uh, plug the show one more time. You can hear all the episodes uh, of previous shows on Spotify, YouTube, and on iTunes. Um, I think this is the 56th episode of Just Sitting Here. Not sure when else I'll be able to do one this week. I'm on tomorrow morning with Toucher and Rich. And then on Friday, I'm working the day, so I'm not sure when I'll be on. And then Saturday, we'll have the DraftKings over-under show. And then next week, all week long, uh, heading into the holiday, uh, I'll be on mornings. John Wallach will be on vacation. So I'll be in for John Wallach uh, with Toucher and Rich. I'll be on 6 to 10 a.m. all next week on Toucher and Rich. So, again, I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to do the podcast. Um, I'm going to the beach a ton. I live, dude, I live five miles from the beach. So, and, you know, with all this weather here, I'd rather be there than doing this. And um, I'm sure at some point I'm going to have to go back to a, a real job uh, whenever that happens. Once somebody, once these jobs open up, I mean, jeez, so many people are out there right now looking for work, including myself. It's like, when is this thing going to open back up? Not, not to mention, you know, that we've all been stimulated for the last few months, and that might be ending. So, uh, might be time to get back to work um, sometime after the holiday. So, um, again, a couple more chats in, and then uh, we will get out of here. Um, Joe, do I fish? No. I don't fish. I did when I was like a kid, kid. Uh, but I can't do the boats in the ocean anymore. Um, went on a bachelor party a couple of years ago on the boat, and I pff, didn't work out for me. But I think the weed brownies didn't help. So, you know, that that could have been that. Um, but, yeah, not a, uh, not a fan of the uh, – it's not that I don't dislike fishing. But I'm not like an outdoorsman. I'm a city kid, dude. Like, I, like you know, I played sports and, like – you know, fishing wasn't like my thing, you know. Like I've never been camping in my life. Outdoor stuff, out. Hiking, out. I one time I lived near Blue Hills. I got stung by a billion bees. Uh, almost a my girl situation. Uh, trying to cl- cry, climb up Blue Hills, they got me. Damn bees. They got me. Um. This one coming out, okay, regarding the golf. McDonald and Kepka just got sent home from the Travelers. Their caddies tested positive. Well, that sucks. That sucks. I will say this. I do want to give props to Governor Baker quickly. People were pissed, right? Oh, why are they shutting everything down? Lowest rates of corona in, in, in the country right now. And I think it worked out. I think they played it right. I think he deserves some credit for it. Think about how much heat that guy got. People were protesting outside his house. It might have something to do with the healthcare too. You know, here in Boston, it might be some of the best. But um, you know, for the most part, I want to give that guy props for sticking in with what he did. Uh, final topic here for me. I saw this one yesterday. Michael Keaton will make a return as Batman again. After nearly 30 years, Michael Keaton is in talks to return to the role of Batman. He'll appear alongside uh, Ezra Miller in the Warner Brothers upcoming movie, The Flash. Um, This is, of course, coming from something called The Wrap. Talks with Keaton are in the very early stages. It is far from a sure thing and can can go either way. The plot will introduce general audiences to the idea of a multiverse, one of the core concepts underpinning DC Comics. So, I liked Michael Keaton. And granted, in 1989, he was Batman. He was good. The one thing that I liked about Michael Keaton the most, he played a very good Bruce Wayne. Isn't that the key? And, dude, I was I watched the Joker movie again recently. The way that the Joker movie ended, it's going into that Bruce Wayne thing. I wonder if we can get, like, a, a sequel of the Joker with a little bit of Batman in there. I think that'd be great. Now, I liked um, Christian Bale. I th- I thought he was good, but maybe those were just the best movies. So was he the really the best Batman? And people like the Ben Affleck role. It's just, can you take Ben Affleck serious when it comes to being Batman? And then there was George Clooney, of course. But 
the more I look at it, I think that's a good move for Michael Keaton. Like, go back to the old days. Do it up, man. We're all nostalgic. Let's get into it. I'm in. Give me Michael Keaton as Batman. I'm in on that. And, you know, the, the I want another Batman movie. Can we get another Batman movie? And that's why I'm I'm making a petition today. They should make a new Joker and have a Joker versus Batman. And just do it. Do the whole story. Bruce Wayne coming up as a kid. The Joker's people killed his parents. Like, do the whole thing. Go all out. I think that would be a blockbuster. And... You know, I know that right now, like, people aren't going to the movie theaters and all that, but, like, set this out for, like, 2022. Like, 2022, Joker, Batman, and you work on it and make it the best movie it can be. Because I'll tell you, when that thing comes out, we'll be pumped. We'll be pumped up. Uh, and, I, and I'm in on Michael Keaton being the new Batman. So, I uh, just wanted to, to, to throw that out there. Who is your favorite Batman? See, I think the Christian Bale movies were the best, but was he the best Batman? Who is the best Joker? Mm. To me, it's Jack. To me, it's Jack. I know people have a, a special place in their heart about some of the other, other characters there. Joaquin was very good. And the dude from 10 Things I Hate About You was, was pretty good, too. I'll give him that. Um, but we need a new Joker movie. So that's it for me today. Um, it's really it. The review. Chips Ahoy Reese's. Don't bother. Just get the regular Chips Ahoy's. Buy some milk. Call it a day. And if you want a good good cookie, just buy that so- go buy those soft patches. Or go to like a Roach Brothers, a Market Basket, one of the get one of those big Tupperware bowls of just just cookies, chocolate chip, straight chocolate chip. Be uh, it would be really good. All right, uh, I will be on the Adam Jones program tonight. Um, congrats to my buddy Christian Arcand, who was told his contract was up, gave an announcement, and then the next day they called him and said, "Eh, not so fast." So congrats to him. Uh, I'm filling in for him tonight because he thought he was going to you know, no longer be working. Um, so he's taking some time off, but he'll be back. Uh, so I'll be in with Adam Jones tonight. We'll have uh, full five Zs. We'll play all the games, the game of Jones. We'll have a Would You Rather Wednesday. Uh, it should be a good one tonight. So, of course, uh, one more time, I'll just cheap, keep cheap plugging uh, the Just Sitting Here podcast, Spotify, YouTube, and on iTunes. You can listen to old uh old episodes that we have you can rank them you can write reviews you can do all that stuff uh and that's what i'm about to do here in a minute i'm going to download everything get it up on the uh, the old spotify's uh and on itunes so people can start listening to that and i don't think there'll be another show this week um again you can find me tonight 90th other sports up tomorrow we get the bankroll boys at 7 a.m uh with toucher and rich and then i will be in friday uh with wallach and with Fred Toucher, and then all next week I'll be on headlines uh, in for John Wallach on 98.5, the sports hub. So that's where you can find me going forward here, either there or at the beach. Um, I'm not sure if I want cookies right now or if I want pizza. Hmm. How about both? Pizza and cookies? Uh, Pizza and milk, though. I don't know, man. I don't know if we should mix that stuff. Anyways, all right, I am out uh probably won't talk to you guys this week but again find me on 98 father sports up this week we'll be uh we have some stuff to bet on finally and we'll be doing a ton of i'm sure baseball stuff this week and the nba and their rosters are starting to uh, change a little bit here uh as well i will be at the kowloon car hop i believe i'll be making a uh a visit soon and i'll be uh tweeting those uh tweeting that out as well here so uh, thank you for everybody who chatted in. Love it when you do so. Thank you for everyone for the kind words uh, of late and following on Twitter and listening on 98.5 The Sports Up. Uh, I'm Joel Mari, just sitting here. Uh, we'll probably talk to you sometime next week. And again, listen tonight, 98.5 The Sports Up with Adam Jones. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.